Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Really important stuff that we're going to talk about today and also something that many of us can relate to. Maybe it's somebody you know, maybe it is yourself, maybe it's your child, but there is a mental health crisis going on right now in America and the the largest hit cell in terms of age of that is teenage girls. This all comes from the CDC recent report out. Some staggering thoughts too, where 43% of teenage girls have actually thought about taking their life. Uh, And that's just the beginning of everything that's going on here. So we're going to look a little bit deeper into that and, and mental health in general. She's a certified mental health coach and a Christian life coach, and she's got so much insight. She's back with us. And it's Cheryl Hines on the program. Cheryl, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm great, Steve. Good to be back. Yeah, it's good. Good to have you here. And I'd love your take on all of us. I know that you do work with teens from time to time, even teenage girls, um, are you feeling that? Are you hearing that in terms of what they're calling a, a mental health crisis right now? You were breaking up again. Um, you were freezing up, so I didn't catch your question. What was it? Yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, are, are you feeling that on your end about the, you know, in the people you see and talk to about a mental health crisis happening right now? I don't necessarily see it as much with the teenagers, um, but I have a grandson who who I know is really struggling with certain areas of life right now. He's, he's only in the second grade. Um, and I didn't see that when I had my own children, when they were in the second grade. Hmm. So, you know, I'm not sure what it is with him versus what it was with my own children. Um, you had mentioned to me before we got started the CDC report and I just kind of Googled it. Um, for the teenagers. And it said nearly three in five, 57% of the U.S. teen girls felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. Double that of boys representing a nearly 60% increase in the highest level reported over the past decade. And in it, and then I have to ask why, why? You know, why is it that teen girls are struggling so much with fear, worry, anxiety, unhappiness? What is it that they're unhappy about? Um, you know, have circumstances changed so much at home that that they're unhappy? But yet it, it reflects it over into, over into schools. I know um, my niece... Um, has a couple of um, stepchildren, stepgirls. And so um, her husband, my niece's husband, posted on Facebook how his daughter is afraid to be walking down the halls of school because she's being bullied. And they had a video of her actually being attacked and being kicked in school. Why? Why? Mm. Oh, how traumatic for this young lady who is afraid to go to school because she's being bullied at school. Steve, I don't know about you, but when I was in school, you didn't have that. You know, you didn't have girls attacking girls. You had, you might've occasionally had a boy attacking a boy, but you didn't have girls attacking girls. So what is it? Is it self-esteem? Is it that they find their value isn't there anymore? Um, 
Or are we as a culture sending mixed messages? Are we sending mixed messages that, you know, oh, one day it's okay. You might feel like a boy. And so you're, you're, you can, you can become a boy. Are we sending them mixed messages? And so in these mixed messages, they don't even know who they really are anymore. And their identity as girls mm. is like, oh, well, you know, I, 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 I'm going to be interested in a girl today. And, 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 and I'm not, I'm not slamming. I'm not in any way wanting to go even in, uh, to go talk about um, homosexuality or anything like that. But what is it about these girls, about girls nowadays that they find are so unhappy? Social media. I I truly believe it's social media because more girls by far are on that snap TikTok than there are teenage boys. So right away it's pointing to that and self-esteem issues, measuring up to what you see in posts that, you know, Teenage girls are obsessed even with taking pictures of themselves, trying to come up with the perfect shot. Um, mm-hmm. I I was bullied through elementary school, through junior high school, and a little bit of uh, high school, um, and it was it was very challenging. Um, I can't imagine if you mixed in social media with that, how much that must impact a teenager nowadays. It's just yeah, yeah, I. You know, I remember when we had a party phone, mm. you know, where, you know, I, I mean, that's outdating me. But but nowadays, teenage girls all have cell phones. Yeah. And teenage girls, like you said, are all talking about, you know, they take selfies and then they post them. And people can be cruel, cruel, yeah. cruel, cruel. Yeah. What happened to being kind to your neighbor? What happened to being kind to those that are around you just because for you you want to be kind? You know, I, I think you're right, Steve, that so much of it is social media. Um and and because we don't have home phones, the you almost feel like if the kids need to have a cell phone, so if you need to get in touch with them, they could. You know, if mom and dad were gone. And they had a home phone, they could call home and say, Hey, you know, we're going to be late or Hey, I'm just checking on you. You don't have home phones. So now you have cell phones. Well, cell phones can get you into trouble. You know, I like in a way how the Amish have where they still have landlines and they don't have the cell phones. Hmm. Now the, the teenagers, when they, before they joined the church, once they reach 16, some of them do have cell phones. And you really see the demise of that. But yet I really appreciate the fact that they say that these cell phones can get you into trouble. And that's truth. Yeah. You know, I, I think because of social media for many teenage girls that there aren't real relationships anymore. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not my really good friend. Maybe you have one and the rest of them are all kind of disposable. If you talk to a lot of teens now, they talk to people in other states. They meet on TikTok and, you know, even video chats. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll just talk for hours um, with somebody, you know, five states away. But it's not, at least there's some social interaction, but it's not a real relationship. 
And I see that going right. too. And if you don't have real relationships in your life, you're not going to feel fulfilled. You're not going to feel better about yourself. You're really, bro- you're really breaking up. Oh. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, unfortunately. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we used to, you used to go to the movie, to the drive-in theater and, and, you know, with a carload of girls and, you know, you used to watch a movie and, and just hang out and, you know, laugh, or you used to go roller skating together, or, you know, you'd go to, you'd go to the park, but, but how much of that is really being done anymore? Or you'd go bowling or, you know, you'd have those kinds of outings but how much of that is being done anymore? Ice skating, you know, do you really interact yes. in any of those ways anymore? Um, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, yeah, I have my friends, um, you know, we're on social media. Are they really friends? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, yeah. So what can we as parents or grandparents do to help our girls so that they have better self-esteem so they know how to create those true friendships. What do we as parents or grandparents do? I think one of the most important things is continually praise. And we, sometimes we forget and find different ways to do it. Like for example, hope I'm not, I hope I'm not freezing up now. Cause I want to make this point. <laughs> If you look at, let's say, your teenage daughter or maybe tween, um, and you mean it when you say, you know, your hair looks beautiful. A -hmm. lot of times, no, it doesn't. You know, Mm -hmm. if they're having self-esteem issues, you're going to get that response. So find other ways to do it. Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. What does it feel like to have the most beautiful And what are those? Yeah. What are those ways, you know? Um, I, I'm working with a, a young lady and, and, you know, she was afraid of something that, um, and, and I looked at her and I said, look, I said, knock the crap off. Mm. I haven't lied to you yet. And I'm not going to start lying to you now. And it's the same way with, with our tweens or granddaughters, you know, the, the teenagers, um, not, you know, I, I'm telling you the truth. You are beautiful. I also think, Steve, that we they don't know where hope lies anymore. Um, you know, where mm. is their hope at? Hope in, in looking beautiful? I coached somebody this morning who who from the age of nine can remember when she would eat. Because she was medicating how she was feeling. She, you know, she has very low self-esteem. She doesn't know who she is. She doesn't feel valuable. She doesn't feel beautiful. She doesn't feel loved. She doesn't feel like she's ever going to amount to anything. We have to learn how to speak truth and hope into these girls' lives to help them find who they are, to help them find those strengths and then focus on those strengths. You know, my my daughter um, was on and struggled in school, but yet she's beautiful, um, beautiful inside and out. Mm-hmm. But she struggled in school. Today she has a very successful in home daycare 
because her strength was always loving on children. Always. She's an excellent mom. And so, you know, I had to try to figure out how to best encourage her to be who she could be and who God said she was and encourage her in the strengths that she has. So are we focusing only on the outward beauty or are we focusing on what's on the inside, the beauty that's on the inside? You know, are you kind? Let's be kind. Are you gentle? The attributes of who God says, you know, the, the, the fruits of the spirit, the kind, gentle, tender, loving, focusing on those and teaching those qualities, those inner qualities that then help them to figure out that the outward beauty fades, but the inner beauty never does. Building on the inner beauty, building on those strengths that are God-given. Um, you know, I, I've mentioned my older sister before. She's She's got a, a master's degree in, in math. Her gift is teaching math. It is not my gift mm. at all. So what are these young ladies, what is their strength? My my 15-year-old, well, 16-year-old granddaughter, one of the things that she really has talked about is wanting to go into counseling and wanting to, to be a counselor. She's talked about that because she's a great listener. She loves to listen to people. She loves to help people unpack and figure out why they're feeling what they're feeling. So what do we do with that? Do we discourage her or do we encourage her? Okay, what does that look like? Where do you have to go to school to become a counselor? Love it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> How are you going to figure this piece out? You know? The fact that she's expressing that, that's like a gift. Yeah. I would run with that. Yeah. Mm. So looking at the inner beauty of, and I know you have, a, can I just say this? <laughs> sure. I know you have a daughter. Yep. And, and, you know, looking at the inner beauty of who she is, looking at the strengths of who she is on the inside, because the outside beauty can fade, but the inner beauty will never fade. That if we focus on and we build on the inner beauty and on the inner strength, now, yes, we have to we have to build that connection. We have to build that rapport. We have to build that trust. We have to build all of those things that are significant in, in these teenage girls' lives. We have to teach them how to, to be kind to people. We have to teach them how to love people. We also have to sometimes set the boundaries and say, you're not going to be on social media. TikTok, whatever the social media is, that is really the 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 downfall of them. They might not like it for a season, but I promise you that they will thank you later if we learn how to set those boundaries now. Yeah. So even younger, even when they're younger, to start that because once you once you're in, you know, let's say somebody's your your teen is fourteen or fifteen, tough to institute that. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't done previously, and you're 100 percent right, the focus with teen girls now is looks. Everybody's concerned about their looks. Looking inside and blowing that up 
magnifying what's inside so we can push the outer beauty out of the way because it's not as important. Um, And it shouldn't be focused on either. Uh, It's so important. Yeah. I think it's focused on way too much anymore. You know, Um, I I remember as a little girl, I, we had all sorts of chores to do. I grew up on a farm in an amazing farm and, and I, and I had an hour worth of chores mornings and evenings. Now my dad, gave me more chores than he did my older sister later on. And, and I was fine with that. I love being outside, but later on in my adult years, I asked my dad one day, he said, why? I asked him, why, why did you give me more chores than you did my older sister? He said, because he knew that when he gave me something to do, I would do it. He saw the strength. He saw that attribute in me. Not that my older sister didn't follow through and didn't do things. Her personality is just different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, understanding who they are. And this goes back, Steve, to understanding those personality traits. You know, I have, I can teach teenagers their personality, their God given personalities. Once they understand those personalities and, and why they are designed how they are. It also helps them build self-esteem, helps them build self-confidence, helps them possibly pursue life goals and dreams. When we're looking at the inward beauty, when we're looking at those inner strengths and not the outer strength, I really believe that's it's that social media platform. Mm. Yep. And then I believe it's that we focus so much on the outer beauty and not on the inner strengths, the inner beauty that each of us have, that God has given each of us, if we build on those things, setting those boundaries, setting that relationship, you know, building, showing, showing them. Words words can lift or words can cut. Yep. So we have to show by action as well. What about prescribed medication? Because I hear this from a lot of parents and many of their teens are on meds in my view of it it's almost it's just a quick visit with a psychiatrist typically or a doctor mm-hmm. and let's sending it in for you um where it's not really discussed deeply what's being prescribed or quickly changed into another med where it hasn't even given a chance um it's almost like that's a quick fix yeah just hey, get mm-hmm. on some meds and you're good to go mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on that I say yes and no. There are times when somebody needs to be on medication. Agreed. Okay. Absolutely. There there are times. But then there are many times when it is an easy fix. Um, it is an easy fix to medicate somebody. It's an easy fix for a doctor to say a child has ADHD or ADD or has, you know, whatever it is. So let's medicate them. Instead of getting to the root of what is the problem, what is the cause, let's talk it out. Let's process it out. Yep. Let's let's walk out this together and not medicate. Because medication can be a crutch. Medication can be something that then they will rely on for the rest of their lives because they've never really felt, they've never really processed or depending on the kind of medication, they take more than is prescribed because 
they they're no longer feeling what they were feeling when they first started taking the medication. Mm. And so then they then they take more. And before you know it, you can become addicted to the medication that you're on. Um, you know, it's it's just a vicious circle of we don't have hope. We don't know where our hope comes from. We don't know where our strength comes from. We don't know who we are. We don't know our identity. And and I believe, all for me as a Christian coach, that so much of that is wrapped up in in taking the Bible out of schools, taking prayer out of schools, and and now we're focusing on the transgender. We're focusing on all of the other things that that causes all of this upheaval in a child's life because they no longer know who they are. When I was in school, I knew I was a girl. When I was in school, I knew that girls were girls and boys were girl boys. That's how it was. But now some schools are teaching totally opposite. And and that has to be confusing. That has to be, who am I? What is my identity? You know, I'm being taught one thing at school. I'm being taught something else at home. And who am I? I'm I'm messed up. I'm confused. Mm. Losing hope. Losing losing our identity as girls, losing our identity as a woman. I I don't wouldn't want to be a parent in today's world. I yep. wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would teen. be yanking my <laughs> or a yeah, teen, or or teen, teen girl. Whatever we've talked yeah. about addictions, and uh, you've helped a lot of people. If we look at it from a teen standpoint, and they're just turning to different substances, vaping, THC, whatever it may be, as a coping mechanism, how do you help somebody like that? What are your thoughts about that? You know, if somebody tells you they're a teen, or you speak with a teen that that is addicted to something right now, it's to just start with a conversation. Um, what's going on in your life? Talk to me. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening in your world? Tell me what's good. Tell me what's working really well for you right now. Starting out in that venue and then, okay, now tell me what's broken in your life. What are you struggling with? What are you struggling with emotionally? What are you struggling with psychologically? What are you struggling with physically? And as you ask questions, and as you don't want to fix, but just asking questions, when we hear ourselves talking, when we can, when we can hear those girls and what they're saying, then saying to them, wow. Sounds like you have some amazing things going for you right now. Or, wow, it sounds like this is a little broken for you right now. How can I help you? How can I come alongside of you and help you unpack these broken places so that they can be healed? See, it's all about the conversation. It's all about understanding. It's all about listening 
It's all about really caring about who they are as a human being, not being talked down to, not being told you shouldn't feel that way, not being told that they're messed up for thinking or feeling that way, but it's about listening. It's about really asking a question and then being willing to hear whatever that question is Mm. or the answer is to that question and then unpacking from there. And if it means finding somebody who is a coach that can sit down and help them unpack it, so be it. If it means finding a a counselor, so be it. There is no shame at all in asking for help. There is no shame at all in saying, I need help and I can't figure this out. Whether it's a teenager or whether it's a parent with a teenager, there's no shame. There is no shame in, in, in asking for that or saying, I can't do this anymore and I need some help. But Steve, we have to start by asking questions. Yeah. We have to start by being real with our girls, our teens. We have to start being real with them. We have to start showing them how to live life with hope. And I say, Find a good Christian church to go to who preaches truth and get them into a youth group where they can be surrounded, hopefully, by other teens who are learning how to live life and live hope. Um, that's my that's my take on it. Um, you know, I know there are people who don't who don't want to do that, and that's okay. But I say the bottom line is we have to we have to start by by just being present. We have to start by asking questions and then being willing to hear what they're saying, not say, no, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't think that way. You're bad for thinking that way. Because what happens is then they're, then they shut down. Then they don't want to, then they're afraid to share because I'm just going to be made fun of, or I'm just going to be told I shouldn't feel that way. So it's really hearing, listening, really listening. And the opposite too, like when, when somebody says to somebody else, uh, you're better than that. Come on. You're better than that. Like just no (laughs) worst thing you could say to a teen. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't say that because what they're hearing is, oh, I said it bad. Yeah. Yeah. What they're hearing is I'm not good enough. What they're hearing is that I'm not really being heard right now. So listening you know, asking, sitting down and, and not just asking yes or no questions. So, you know, how was your day today? Good. Hmm. What's good? What was good about your day? Tell me about your day. What was great about your day? You're so what right. Happened? You got to find the right way to ask those questions. The same yeah. questions we always ask, but like just what you said, what, tell me, what are the two best things that happened to you today? So now mm-hmm. it's not the yes. And before I, I just started to say that instead of saying your hair looks great, it looks beautiful. No, it doesn't. Flip it around and say, what is it like to have the most beautiful hair in the world? It's almost as you have to answer it. And I've done that to my daughter too. And I actually got yeah. an answer out of her. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's all about the intuitive listening. Yeah. And then yeah. it's all about not just that flipping answer but really listening and then really getting to hearing what they're saying and responding. Wow. That must really hurt. 
You want to talk about that? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that pain. Yeah. How has that impacted your life? And then you always have to then fill it up, bring it back full circle to how can we look at this differently? How can we approach this differently? What is it about this that's a lie and what's truth? Well, I really feel, at least in the teenage girl situation, talking about what's in you as opposed to what's mm-hmm. out. Not focusing so much on the looks, but the what you got inside of you. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're all fixated on the way they look. Um, I know that you're there. We're just about out of time. Actually, way over time. But I don't really, I don't really care. Because um, it's important stuff. You know, this is there's an epidemic. There is. There's a there crisis is. going on now. Um, yeah. And sometimes we don't see it, and a lot of times it's it's minimalized. But uh, it's, it's a real deal, and not just teens. In general, our society is dealing with a lot. Um, what's your website, Cheryl? If somebody wants to, to talk with you, as we say, unpack some things and, and just learn how the process works, or your parent looking for some help for your kid. It's insightlifecoaching.coachsolutions.cc. Gotcha. Insightlifecoaching.coachsolutions.cc. And they can also call me at uh, 574-501-3361. Insight is a wonderful word for you because you have so much insight when we talk about all of this uh, and, and show different angles of things that, you know, some of us might not have seen. Um, And that's, Mm -hmm. that's why you're great at what you do. Um, So I I, I appreciate our talk today. Appreciate you and um, look forward next time we, we get together. Likewise. Thanks. Uh, We're coming right back. Hang on. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.